Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Layover Podcast. If you are not already signed up to our Thursday newsletters, go to thelayover.com. And if you'd like to submit a story for November, you can go to thelayover.com slash submit. We will be putting up a new theme on Sunday. In episode 24, the last for October, Naila shares a story about redefining her idea of the perfect family and what it means to be a good mother for herself and for her daughter. I hope you all enjoy episode 24, Motherhood Right Now. I've been surrounded by strong Black women all my life. I was raised by a strong Black woman. At times, I resented my mother for the moment she chose herself rather than choosing me or my brother. Through my childlike eyes, she was being selfish and not choosing the family. All of her decisions should have been centered around my happiness, because that's what mothers do. However, my own journey in motherhood has taught me that choosing self is imperative and not as easy as it seems. Some of my favorite childhood memories are from when I was under the age of five. My mom and I would go on adventures to museums, travel to visit family in Alabama, and she'd be a teacher assistant at the daycare I attended. It was great to be the center of her universe, even after my little brother showed up in 97. I didn't know that while I was enjoying her attention, she was battling with not being able to 100% provide for us. I thought sleeping on a crate mattress was normal. One time when the lights were turned off from a bill not getting paid, she turned it into a fun sleepover. I didn't know the emotional turmoil she was constantly battling. All I knew was that it was always her, my brother, and me. My mom has always been my safe place. Even when we were at odds, she was my constant. When she went back to work full time, divorced my stepfather, and began building a new home outside of the neighborhood I grew up in for 13 years, it felt like the biggest betrayal. Not understanding at the time that she did all this to reclaim her independence and ensure that her kids would be okay in the long run. Growing up, I just wanted what I saw on TV and read about in books, the two-parent family household. I thought my mother had failed as a wife when my parents divorced because we were always with her and she had moved us from my comfort zone. It caused a lot of resentment and tension. This resentment fueled my determination to have a two-parent household after I was married and pregnant. For almost five years, I did my best to be like water and mold into whatever was needed. I moved away from the comfort of family and friends, foregoed working, and stayed at home with the kid, became a homemaker of sorts, worked part-time to help pay utilities and childcare, all despite having two degrees. I was willing to be everything for everyone but me. It wasn't until I really started to explore my own identity and who I am outside of my titles as a wife, mother, daughter, sister, professional, whatever, that I began to see how unhappy I was. The death of my father propelled me into action to live a more authentic life. Almost two years later, and I am still healing, discovering, and becoming my authentic self. Authentic meaning my true core self, before the world began to tell me who I should or should not be. There are so many layers of guilt, shame, fear, and even anger that I'm actively working to release. So here I am, 
releasing it, and hoping to empower others to do the same. I'm not a traditional mother, and it's hard to find someone to relate to at times. I don't see many women who are in similar situations as me. My daughter Amara does not live with me full-time, a decision that was hard as fuck to make. I really had to check my ego and pride when making it, because the reality is that Amara living with her dad offers her opportunities that I can't provide at this time. I've become the parent who shares photos and videos of the kid without actually being present with her daily. We live thousands of miles apart. I send her father money for childcare, we video chat, and when I can afford both the time and finances to visit, I do so for short periods. Transitioning from being the primary and consistent parent for four years to becoming the inconsistent other parent has been a struggle. My mom will ask what type of things Amara is into now or what size she is. And I have to ask her dad because I don't know these things off the top of my head anymore. We were video chatting one day and she was listening to Jojo Siwa. In my head, I was like, when did this happen? Who exposed you to this music? And you're really into it? She watches these creepy monster and vampire kid shows on Netflix and loves it. And I'm just like, where'd you get this from and why? What happened to the baby that I used to cuddle with and watch PBS Kids and Disney Junior with? I can't tell you who her current friend groups are because I'm no longer in charge of her social calendar or developing relationships with parents and families. It's a freeing feeling not to have my brain preoccupied with a four-year-old schedule daily or figuring out ways to keep her occupied for 12 plus hours. But sad because I catch myself missing the challenge of it all. My ex-husband and I are still navigating the turbulent waters of co-parenting so that we both remain present in Amara's life regardless of who she lives with. Technology has helped tremendously with me interacting with Amara without interrupting her daily schedule. The time apart from Amara has been extremely necessary for me to show up as a more conscious mother. Rather than drowning in sorrow from not being physically present with my child, I've chosen to show up and mother myself. Grateful to have space and support where I can figure out what I want in life, heal childhood traumas, both known and unknown, and grow as a woman. I never wanted to pass down my fears onto Amara, but I don't think I could have healed myself properly if there was a mini human that I was always giving 100% of my energy and efforts to. Being a mother is a selfless job, and many times we forget to care about ourselves because it's seen as selfish. But for the betterment of our children, we must remember how to be selfish so that we can properly care for ourselves. And more importantly, our community of family and friends must remember this too so that they can be there to support us in any way necessary. My daily prayer is that Amara knows just how loved she is and continues to be a beacon of love. 27-year-old me gets why 27-year-old Tanya had to return to work and find herself. I get why being a stay-at-home mom wasn't fulfilling, and it's not that I wasn't enough for her. She had and has more to offer the world than just being a phenomenal mother and caretaker. Being my mother is only a fraction of her story, and I'm grateful to have that peace. As Mara grows, as Amara grows, 
regardless of if she lives with me or her father, I know without a shadow of a doubt that she'll never lack love or support because the community we've developed is strong. I'm confident enough in my motherhood, in my family, and in those who love us to say, I'm not a good mommy to live with right now. And that fact doesn't diminish the love that I have for her. It doesn't make me a shitty mother either. If anything, it amplifies the privilege that our family unit has because there are women out there who may feel similar but don't have a partner or a family that can support in this way. To those women, know that I see you. Each day, you prioritize your me time. Remember, it's for the betterment of not only you, but your children too. Reach out to and lean on your family friends that are around for support. I could have started this journey a long time ago had I not been filled with this false sense of pride that told me it's normal for mommy to neglect herself because she has to care for her children and family. No, mommy has to care for herself and then her family because we can't give to others out of an empty cup. We can only really give when our cups are full and running over. Amara, please know that mommy loves you. Currently working to be a better woman so that I can be a better mommy for you is my main priority during our time apart. As you continue to grow, I pray that you're confident in your womanhood before becoming a mother or wife, so that when those titles are added, they're just that, titles. And know that even when we are together, mommy is still working to mother herself so that I can be great and help you to be great as well. I love you. Thank you all so much for listening to episode 24 of the Layover Podcast. To find more from Naila, you can go to Instagram.com slash Naila Yo. That's N-A-I-L-A-H-A-Y-O. As always, every like, comment, subscription, it seriously means the world. Share with friends, share with family. We can't wait for November's theme, which will be announced Sunday. If you're not signed up, go to thelayover.com and you will be the first to know. We will see you all next week.